But the problem is, he doesn't cut anything. Yes, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> so no matter what, get, this rolls while we set up every time. I can see it now. Every week, David's listening like, oh my god, why did he cut that out? Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> why did I say that? <laughs> I, 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 I am worrisome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Kentucky Commons Radio Hour, where it's not on the radio and it's definitely not an hour. Uh, today I'm joined by co-host John Renee hey there. and Michael Moeller. Hey, what's up? As always, I'm David Satterley and our two special guests this week are Mr. Mark Rubenstein. Hello. <laughs> and Spencer Guy of Atrium Brewing. What's going on? Right at our neighbors. Right Let's go. Street. Hell yeah. Right uh, up the street. Greater Germantown. Never been Slash here before. Uh, cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are in our headquarters, Brewgrass Home Brew Supply, as always. Uh, so I know both of you two are pretty familiar with this place, especially uh, Michael Moeller. Especially me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've been here a lot. A lot. My name is Michael Moeller. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Moeller. Thank you, Michael. I'm personally very excited about this podcast. I think this episode's been brewing for a little while, right? So we've had uh, had this podcast for a little while. There's a Patreon if you don't know about it. Uh, By David Abarstool. By David Abarstool. To everybody watching on Patreon, sorry for the camera angles. We've had quite a day of like, uh, I don't know, is cacophony the right word? The AC was out this morning. The camera broke. My catalytic converter got stolen. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's over in Brazil. Welcome to the club, dude. Did you get? Oh, a couple years ago. Or what was that? Yeah, a year and a half. That was a year ago. It's all a meme until it happens. They didn't even cut mine out though. They tied a chain to like the (gasps) system and slammed on the gas in my truck and ripped the whole undercarriage shit. I don't know car terms. Ripped it all off and drug it down the street. I think it's a whole thing. They took my muffler with them. They just cut it and then they just somehow just ripped the rest of the shit out. Yeah. The guy's like, "What the hell happened to your car, dude?" Like. Germantown. Germantown, baby. <laughs> That's how we do. That's how we do. Yeah. Speaking of HRM Brewing, what are we drinking today? Yeah, yeah. What is these refreshing beverages? Uh, Coors Banquet, Coors it Banquet. looks like. Yeah, we got a little uh, bit of everything <laughs> cracked here. Guess we won't call you homers, but <laughs> what is, uh, beers are we drinking so today? All of the, the AC's out, so we do have some like, light Coors Banquet. We're glistening. The, the audio quality might be a little bit worse this week because we have to have a fan. It's like an OSHA requirement. We can't have you guys in here. Like, right. yeah. in here. Yeah. It's not Fall City Brewing. Tap house, after all. Not that there's anybody from Fall City here. No, so, <laughs> not at all. And we're drinking our uh, lemon parfait. It's a sour beer with lemon, granola, coconut, and uh, vanilla. Hell yeah. And uh, a little yogurt essence. Who decided and, uh, not to pronounce the T in parfait? Hmm, that's a good question. Probably like Joan of Arc. Is that what she got burned on the yeah. stake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's like, I guess you could pronounce it if you wanted to. Consonant. Parfait. 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 Yeah. Parfait sounds more deciding. This is your parfait. Parfait. <laughs> uh, so you guys have, is this one of your Sour Series beers or is that? Yeah, so this is part of Sour Month. So this is the first beer we released for Sour Month. Uh, it came out on the first of the month. So we've got like a sour, at least one sour beer coming out every week all month. And a couple collabs like sprinkled in on some Saturdays and stuff. I'd say the conversation in here certainly will probably center around your all's love for beer and kind of how you guys both started on this weird journey. But while we still have the attention of the listeners, tell us about Sour Month that you guys have coming up this month. 
Uh, yeah, just uh, we're releasing every single can release we've got this month as a sour beer. I think yeah. with, the, with the exception of one at the very end of the month, uh, it's kind of what we've become like known for doing is these fruit sour beers. So uh, we decided to do a whole month of them. Uh, Sometimes too, people argue about what the best like lawnmower beer is, and you know we're drinking some banquet and we've got some pilsners and you mm-hmm. guys do great pilsners and colches but sometimes yeah. that's something with a little bit of tartness to me is For like sure. one of the best summer crushers especially like the gozos with the salt yeah uh, so we've got a watermelon goza coming out at the end of the month Heck yeah. uh, we we're actually just brewing that today uh those are like more lawnmower beers than like the boy series for me because these we do these beers that are so intense and yeah chock full of so much fruit and it's like, like a sipping tastes like, like granola i don't know if you've tried this thing yet, yeah right uh michael can you tell us what the can looks like i sure could <laughs> it looks like zebra stripes but they're horizontal and it's a goldish yellow with white instead of white and black. That's a much better description than usual, Michael. Thank you. Can I get like a little tiny? Uh, well, like, it could be. These, oh. these are both up for grabs. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, and then, and then little tasting notes from. Smells like granola. It kind of gets rounded out with that. How did you guys add yogurt? Did you get that little dried yogurt thing? Is it something secret? something similar to that? I mean, I was gonna. It's yeah, trade secret. Proprietary. Trade secret. Uh, proprietary. Uh, I I actually was. Googling all sorts of like, I'm not gonna put yogurt in a beer, but yeah. um, I found I found some some stuff. Yeah, totally. Is and this like probiotics? <laughs> this is good, it's for, good for you. Yeah, exactly. Is, Would you say this is Spencer's secret stuff? This is Spencer's secret. So stuff. you definitely oh, get gosh, that kind yeah, of graham crackery, sure. brown sugary, mm-hmm. like vanilla in the nose. But I get a little bit of that kind of like creamy. Um, uh, I don't even know how I would describe. There's some coconut thing. in there that you oh, can really? get. Okay. You can get the, the the raw coconut does provide like a little bit of a creaminess. Um, yeah, and then there's Do also you advertise coconut lactose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's just a little tiny. I was gonna say because that's kind of sneaky if it's there just to kind of work in the yogurt. It is. Kind of it really ties in the granola. So there's the toasted there's co- toasted coconut and raw. The toasted coconut ties the granola in a lot. It like it's got that caramelized like yeah. bready. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing that like really ties it all together and then the lemon's there too it's more in the taste than the nose but it just definitely sits there and rounds it out like yeah. total lemon meringue just it's like, uh it's a really fun beer probably the craziest dumbest one we've done yet no i like uh, it we threw like no, uh, that's saying something we, it is <laughs> i mean we put like 120 pounds of granola into the uh bright tank uh, nice. along with all the coconut and stuff and we got the tank all clogged up trying to get beer out of the tank and uh i mean we do these crazy sour beers all all the time but this one was like a real challenge and, and task it was our uh, flavor comes through really really well it's fun man uh our cellarman max one of the maxes <laughs> he's been wanting to do a parfait parfait boy for like since he started like what do you want to make man he wants to do this parfait sour and like for the last year and a half i've been like what do i we put yogurt in it with granola and he's like i don't know parfait so we finally got around Perfect. to it Parfait, parfait. Yeah, yeah. Finally got around to it. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do more of them for sure. Yeah, well, it's absolutely yeah. fantastic. And so all week, all month long, different sour beers. You guys can follow mm-hmm. them. Check out the Facebook. Check out yep. the website. Check out everywhere to see all the different offerings. But anything under the sun, basically. You guys are kind of like the uh, pop up Hawaiian ice with like a <laughs> board of like twenty different flavors <laughs> yeah. stuff you can try. We put out the peanut butter and jelly sour today. Nice. Uh, next week will be the brambleberry pie. It's a uh, blackberry, raspberry, Ooh. blueberry, and it's got like the pie crust, cinnamon, and vanilla thing. Uh, and then yeah, towards the end of the month, we've got the tropical acid math coming back out, and uh, the watermelon goza. Like I said, uh, we've got a couple bottle conditioned sour beers we're, we're putting out. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, just look on Facebook, Instagram. I like uh, I like the boy series because it's not like there's obviously a ton of fruit in it, but it's not extremely like smoothie esque. Like you know, 
We it, ferment it all the fruit out. Yeah, right? it doesn't yeah. feel chewy, right? Yeah, I, do like to, I do like to try to shit on Fourth North one time in every episode. It's not that. <laughs> Done. Yeah. <laughs> that. Check that off. Yeah. Check. Uh, yeah, like, they still resemble beers. That's what's fun about them. Like, in yeah. a glass, they have their, they usually pour with a nice little bit of foam on yeah. them. They're not super viscous. No chunks. Like, right. Yeah. It, it can be, like, soft and big-bodied without being gross. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know? Um, yeah. They, they don't look like a fruit smoothie. Right. Yeah. But, and, Dude, it's popular, man. People, yeah. people buy, buy yeah, the no hell way. out of those things. And, Except for me. We don't really make them. Yeah, we don't make them. <laughs> uh, but we do fruit forward things and ferment fruit out. <laughs> Our cane won't explode. Like, I suggest you store it cold. It's going to taste better. But you put this thing on a warm shelf and it's not, it's all fermented out. You know, yeah. it's, it's we, a had a, we had a lambic at like 65 degrees the other day. Great. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like, the, like I, I wonder. I refrigerate back in the. Like, a, a warm parfait to boy. Ooh, let's get one out. <laughs> Just like a warm. warm <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I could do like a cute mm. like a warm, warm apple pie. It's like the toasted pie. meringue with the, with the torch on top. I actually yeah. am going to put it on a s'mores yeah. uh, roaster and put it over the fire. No, you need to. You might be honest. Though, remember Michael. the fire ride that they. That Michael was popular? Moore, oh, yeah. Torch this it person right here really just, wants to really? do that. We just did that at Kyle's. Yeah, it's us. Yeah. For, for Baca. So you guys are that kind of beer douches. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Michael <laughs> Moeller, massive douche. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, come on, be nicer to yourself. I, I you know, I just I just liked the self deprecation. Um just very just a very respectable human being. Obviously. <laughs> yes, I agree. Mark, what do you think about this beer? Uh I like the before the yogurt went in. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say he doesn't like it now. He just said he liked it before the yogurt. It was, it was more like a lemon bar. To me. Okay. Like with the powdered sugar sprinkled on top, yeah. uh, the little tiny thin crust on the bottom. Uh, but yeah, I forget where I was that day, but he you called were... me and he's like, dude, you're not going to believe it. I heard of the yogurt stuff. I thought it'd be terrible, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, he comes back and like, try it out of the tank. Did we put that yogurt stuff in there? It's amazing. What do you think, man? He's like yogurt. I, I think <laughs> I've known Spencer as a home brewer for a, a long time, but I've known Mark, I think, as a brewer for even longer. Um, um, do you remember what your first beer was? Whether it was when you were oh. 12, 15, 16, 18, 21, <laughs> or whether it was like later? Actual beer that I drank? Yeah. Uh, probably Buckhorn. No, yeah. you don't even know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Back in Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, hell yeah. <laughs> what, when would that... What decade would that put us oh, in? Oh, that would put us in the late 70s. Love it. Okay. Yeah. And then do, when did craft beer kind of become a thing for you? You're a uh, little bit older than some of us here. You've been in the game for a I'm closer in age to him. Yes. We're closer in age than I am to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. How old are you, Grandpa? my son. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the old days of craft beer. <laughs> Probably, if you guys are here in Louisville, tell you us about already, Crystal you know Malt and IPAs. Hey, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was back in the day. Did you walk uphill to the brewery 15 miles each way? I did. No, <laughs> I lived in Oklahoma. It was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what was it like for you just kind of getting into beer and homebrewing yeah. and just kind of becoming a lover of it? It was uh, the late 80s, and uh, I was actually on an archaeology dig. In, uh, oh, this Wales. is the best intro to beer story I've ever heard <laughs> already. <laughs> Spent three months in uh, England and Wales, Scotland, and got into the Cascales over there. Yeah, dude. Uh, came back. I was in Columbus, Ohio at the time. There was a homebrew store, High Street Homebrew. Uh, got into it then. Uh, stayed with it for a few years. Uh, 
moved here, kind of got away from it a little bit, but then got back into it like late nineties, early two thousands again. Here to America or yeah. here to <laughs> Kentucky? Here to Kentucky. Okay. <laughs> He's in Columbus and then you know it's a short yeah. short jaunt. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of it. And then basically you went pro. Kind of uh, you you were gonna retire and then you're like, no, I should become a brewer instead. <laughs> is that kind of like yeah, uh, technically you... I did retire. Okay, technically, oh, technically, gotcha. <laughs> But this what is kind of has it been your, uh, have, yeah. have you had the goal for a long time to kind of take the, you know. Within the last uh, five or six years. Nice. Yeah. So that's of, one of the things that's really cool about Atrium. Um, you were kind of like the the kind of brewing energy, and then you guys have a couple other partners that work it. Shout out to Dawn and Princeton, who are here yep. with us now. But, and Max and Max. And Max and Max. Yep, yep. But you guys have a great just kind of team. Everybody has their own little ball in the court. And it was cool to see you come on, Spencer, uh, kind of as like the person who's going to throw yogurt into Mark's great like lemon beer that he has going. Strawberry. You and I have had this conversation before, but you know, you got into home brewing um, and just kind of right from the start, kind of just brought really creative energy and we're kind of, you know, learning how to do the basic shit, mm-hmm. but you can learn how to do that in a batch or two. And then it's like, hey, let's try to experiment. I don't know. What, sure. what was your kind of philosophy for jumping into wild shit well, really quickly? First of all, I'd like to just say that I think that Brewgrass Homebrew is a pivotal key, plays a key role in what Atrium Brewing is. For sure. Today. Well, the whole homebrew community, um, you know, to me is kind of... 100%. Yeah. 100%. But, I but mean, I'll, I'll take the compliment. The first <laughs> batch of beer I ever brewed, I came up here it was right after, like, I mean, you hadn't been open long. And, I mean, I lived a mile up the street, yeah. you know, and um, I'm sure that beer was god-awful. Uh, oh, hey, man. I, who knows? <laughs> That's uh, your answer to everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you could ask, you could, John's so sweet. You can come in here and bring the worst beer ever to John. And he'd be like, yeah, it's good. I'll try to give you some. I'll, I'll tell you the nice you- carbonation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll try to point out something good about it. And then if there is like fuck ups, just be like, you know, how, how what temperature did you ferment this at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I just, um, you know, it's, I feel like it's the same typical story with everybody like who was like home brewer to pro brewing. Um, I never like had anyone teach me how to pro brew. I just, you know, obviously, uh hung around the loggers club a bunch and they really like you know all those old farts in there yep. Bre- first batch ever brewed uh all grand batch was with dan flaherty uh mm-hmm. so he and he's a regular of ours at, at atrium now um so it has been really cool to see everything come full circle um i was at an age and time in my life where i could devote the time and sacrifice another career to like make to make beer what i do yeah um because i think i was probably like freshly 21 when i was coming in here buying stuff from you maybe 22 um and then yeah like i fell into the position at akasha when i got that brewing job like that was extremely lucky it was just uh kind of just did whatever i wanted back there akasha is one of those other places where you kind of have to give them some credit because like so many people have come up through there yeah exactly mm-hmm. like and just kind of learn the ropes with rick and, well rick has know. been so like uh he's just always like yeah here yeah go you know, I'm lazy. I'm not going to hold your. He's like, yeah, he's not going to hold your hand through it. Yeah, it's it's ride or die back there, man. And when, uh, when Michael and I did our beer with him, he not only was like instructive about everything, mm-hmm. it, as down to like uh, taking the temperature of the grain before, before you mash it, before yeah. you mm-hmm. make, which it, I've, I'm no brewer at all, but mm-hmm. that is something I legit had never heard of. Oh, it's going to affect the temperature down the road. Right? Correct. Yeah. But I, I've never yeah. seen anybody even do that in practice. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, the instruction and then like you let you have the turning wheels and then take them off and run. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I went in there, brewed a couple batches of fairs and then I was like, all right, let's make some beers that uh, 
love love Rick, love Akasha, love the beers they make, but he makes a lot of traditional styles that people aren't knocking that beating the doors down for. Yeah, you know? well, the um, pairing with you and Atrium was and a perfect so we pairing a too. Of, just yeah, mm-hmm. exactly because you can't make that much beer yourself, and mm-hmm. you're like, I'll as somebody who like is in the hiring process right now, it's like. Yeah, hard to find the per- like when you're trying to build a business. Those first like yeah. three or four people that kind of come in to be partners, it's gonna make or break you. Mm-hmm. It's what makes the difference. It's and culture. Yeah, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Rubo come around the Loggers Homebrew Homebrew Club too. You know that's oh, where yeah. we started just kind of kicking it back and forth. Rubo was always when I was at Akasha, he was always bringing me his hazy IPAs and cans. Yep. Uh, one time, one time Rubo came over to my house with his can seamer and cans and helped me can bananas Boster. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that beer. Yeah. He came over to my house and my little, you know, shotgun house up the street and grandpa came over and we canned a beer. And <laughs> I remember even back uh, before Brewgrass, my old Kentucky homebrew, like you'd come in, Mark would come in and like, let's, let us try the pina colada. Like you yeah. were kind of one of the first people I ever knew who was talking about New England as like hazy. Oh, 100%. Bringing it into Louisville and actually like really figuring out exactly how to do it. And it's hard. Homebrew examples of, of hazy ipa can be atrocious yeah I mean, i'd say it's probably one of the hardest things to brew at home uh because it's just so volatile and so sensitive to oxidation um and uh, very rarely do i advise people that they should fuck with their water but if you're doing like a beer like that it's or, huge yeah you kind of do want to even get into the water chemistry a little bit you can get to that two to one um chloride to sulfate ratio that's where you're really going to get that like soft pillowy yep. body which to me is like what it's all about it really is you can turn really something is. into a juice haze bomb but if the water's not right it's just gonna yep. hot burn and it's just gonna you can make a good beer without doing it but you can make a great beer yeah. but so mark when did you decide like i need to take this leap i'm you know you're exiting your career in higher ed and yeah. you say I, i've been doing this homebrew thing for some time i need to go to lower ed yeah <laughs> you know, lower ed <laughs> Or uh, South Show or South Logan, if you will. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, just in the course of passing out cans of homebrews to uh, people like you guys, uh, I was friends with a lot of the Lexington brewers, passing things around there, and uh, got a lot of good encouragement from Derek and uh, Brandon and all those guys up yeah. there, uh, the Mile Wide guys, like. Was this something you had thought about for like years or maybe at the end of my career, I'll do this or did it kind of just happen? It just kind of happened. Good. (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Rubo. Why not? If anybody knows how to go with the flow, it's Rubo. I'm telling you, like Rubo is the one of the wisest people that I know. And he just floats. He just floats. I agree with that. I agree with that. I'm so fortunate to have Rubo in my life. He's yeah. dude, like, all of us. Like, he, yeah, he I feel is, the same yeah. way about Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> We're fortunate to have you guys as part of the beer community, too. All right, if we could stop gushing. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think about, because uh, you, you you guys are two, what, how, when, what, when did you guys officially we listen? Two September years. 2020. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Right so you guys, yeah, I was going to say, right in the thick of it. Right the how much has Louisville Beer changed since you guys even opened? Does it feel like, I mean, so you guys don't even have a basis for comparison. You you do a bit because, mm-hmm. you know, you've been in the industry mm-hmm. for a while. Um, Where are we? We're like existing in, in an odd place that I don't think any other city is in. Um, I think uh, we still have a very bourbon educated, like, beer consumer. Uh from the time that I even started professionally homebrewing or professionally brewing, which was probably in the last four, five years, 
like we have so many more consumers now too. Yeah. For sure. um, but what's fun? What's funny about the time we're in here is like the beer, like when we got in, when when all of us got into beer, like smoothie sours weren't there to get into. Uh, these crazy lemon parfait weren't there to get into. Yeah. You know, we were like pine resin double IPAs yeah. were there. Grapefruit sculpin was like <gasps> grapefruit yeah, and right, an IPA. I, I right, remember like, when pineapple so sculpin came out. Yeah, like, right. Holy shit! It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and like, as much as like our goal is to like educate the consumer and create new beer consumers, there's this like first couple steps that get completely skipped now because there's like these options out there that don't taste like beer and we make a shitload of them and i love making yeah. them right but like that like fundamentals aren't there like to understand why this like west coast double ipa is is good um and it's very easy for like the new beer consumers that you know go on untapped and like yeah. it's it's just a funny weird little like thing let me transition that into because um, uh, some of us here come from the homebrew kind of like, uh, perspective or whatever. If you're somebody like you're talking about and you're just like, so, so okay, let me rephrase my thing here. People come in here all the time and they look around, there's like 30 different grains and then there's like 50 different hops and then there's like 200 different yeasts. And you're like, what is this? How do I even understand this? The state fair beer judging is coming up. If you want to learn some stuff, you can go on to the uh, Kentucky State Fair website and register. Even if you've never tasted beer before, you can come in, sit at a table with people who have good palates and can help you do that. Yeah, That's a great way to kind of start to bridge that gap a little bit and just kind of be I able agree. to dissect what you're doing. But also, like, uh, why do I? Why, why do they care? Why do they want to do that? Because it's fun, dude. Well, because yeah, they don't free beer. Free beer, yeah, free, it's awesome. We're, we're buying glasses. I encourage free everyone who wants beer. to learn. To you get to hang that, out with for people, sure. guys. We we do have a call in. It's from Michael Moeller. Wait, what? Wait, what? 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 Michael imposter. Moeller. There's an imposter amongst us. <laughs> There's another Michael Moeller just called me. It's your doppelganger. We got a halo. Long time listener, first call. First time caller, how are we doing? Oh. We're doing great. Doing uh, wonderful, other Michael. Who are you? Uh, Michael from Arkansas. How are you doing? <laughs> doing wonderful. We just said that. We're doing great. <laughs> yeah, cool. I, uh, I just wanted to call in and uh, see what y'all thought about pastry sours. Like, is that like something that you, I should be drinking right now? Or, or Not if it's from Arkansas. Uh, yeah, just a little shit, dude. <laughs> All right, cool. Let I me get a pilly check. That. So I, I was listening to this show for a little bit now, and I heard about this thing called Autrium, and it sounds really cool. Um, do they have pizza? <laughs> yes. I was like, I got some pizza here in, in, in Arkansas. In Arkansas. You know? <laughs> He's slopping it, dude. <laughs> Look at all that cheese, dude. Uh, everyone on Patreon, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> this is great. Okay, got this. I got this this pizza in Arkansas right now. And I was just wondering if if Autrium had this too. <laughs> Even better, Tendies. Dude, we got Tendies and Bergs for you, buddy. Come come see us next time you're in town. Uh, I could use some Bergs right now, man. Nothing here, so all right. That sounds <laughs> awesome. Uh, y'all y'all have some some fun time there at Brewgrass Home Supply. I'll uh I'll talk to you all later. All right, we love you, Fowler. <laughs> All right. This is real Moore. This is Fuller. Uh, Fake Michael Moore. Fake Michael. Oh, man. Well, fake Michael just called in. 
Yeah, but on I, that subject of like people getting into beer and where we are, consumer, we've seen these trends go. <laughs> right back. Let's go, baby. Look at Let's Spencer's go. Going. Being on task. We've seen these lager beers start taking off, man. We've seen these like beers that we want to see take off, really like take off in the last uh, like year, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, our lager, lagers, Kolsch, Pilsner, like every month, it's like higher and higher, trending higher and higher. Like, I mean, that's what I want to see. Right. Sure. When so you I'll, when you talk about like introducing people to beer and like back in the day, not having pastry sour, sweet things, things that attract bugs, um, <laughs> to like introduce you to, you have to be this like hardcore sadist to be like, oh, I really want this Hoptimus that's 120 IBU. Yeah. And exactly. I'm definitely going to grit my teeth through the whole thing of it. But, and then your teeth are going to be gritty. But then after that, everything after you have that, you're like, well, this isn't as bitter as this. And it's not as bitter as this. And you start to develop a taste and like, go backwards. Think about what a different beer consumer you would yeah. be if you got into fruit sours as like your gateway. Yeah. Oh, I think we know of several of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but, true. but you like these people are like, oh, I had the stout and it doesn't taste like candy enough. And like, God right, damn right, it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Michael Muller, what do you think about this? Yes. <laughs> but no, beers like that are actually great gateway beers. Um, I think I think even at the, the beer is huge for like education, but even at that level, if you can get somebody in the door and explain how you made this yeah, and exactly. then that, then they kind of appreciate other styles of beer regardless of... And not know. just learn to appreciate like tasting it, but learn yeah. to appreciate kind of what goes into that. Because you guys get, do get like super creative of how you bring mm-hmm. these flavors out because it's really easy to just buy like... Amaretti. Well, I was even going to yeah. go further than that. A lot of people like grapefruit sculpin. I don't think I'm going to get any sculpin yeah, right. uh, haters in the crowd. They would yeah. just put some kind of like extract tincture mm-hmm, shit sure, with some sure. fresh mm-hmm. grapefruit peel too. Yeah. Some ascorbic acid to kind of stabilize it and balance it out. Mm-hmm. And probably sorbate to make sure it doesn't ferment in the bottle and shit. You guys don't do that necessarily. You no. guys are very... We, we uh, use 90% of our fruit beers is, is puree. 99% is, is real fruit puree. I would uh, define it as even artisanal, like you're all's approach. It's, it's not... Cheap. Yeah, and no, it's, not. it's also not easy. <laughs> I buy puree. Uh, it's not cheap. Yeah, guys. calculating the alcohol can be a, a pain in the ass too. When we're fermenting, you know, there's some beers that we do that you know, 20 percent of the liquid in the tank is fruit puree. Yeah, um, you know, we call those shandies. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, <laughs> now, do you think because craft beer has changed in that way that it makes it more approachable to new craft beer drinkers? hundred percent. Yes. I'm not I'm not like complaining and wishing it that everyone was still getting into the old, you know, Avery Maharaja and sh- and shit. You know, I'm not I don't wish that beer on those beers on anyone. <laughs> um you know, Rubo. Rubo, you love those beers. I mean that's love, you drank those beers for years. White right? Rascal, like, baby. I did too for, you know, a minute. Um Dreadnought. Yeah, it's dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean that's what's so amazing and that's why our our the beer culture's uh consumer is able to grow so rapidly. Um uh, because what you know, we, we're into like classic like Pilsner, nice crisp beer. Why why would anyone care about that if they don't like understand beer? Like yeah, they wouldn't sure. don't care about that. This beer tastes like raspberry and lemon and cake, and it's awesome. And it's fun. That's a whole lot of it fun, is. you know. Yeah. Like friend of the pod, Ryan Berg at Fall City. That guy. When he was in college, okay. he's, he's okay. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> also, Ryan Berg, um, <laughs> when Ryan Berg was in college and uh, living at his, his at his college house, uh, he and his roommates would all, you know, they're natty Keystone cheap beers. And every once in a while, they would pick up a 30 rack of like Sam Adams. This is in Lexington, UK. Yeah. Sam Adams uh, sampler pack. And at the time, 
they had had an IPA called Latitude Forty Eight. I remember that one. It was a and, was it a wit? No, it was, it was an IPA. It was a it was a big big resiny piney IPA, and they would play Kings, and they would make that the penalty beer for losing Kings. Oh no! Yeah, because everyone in the house hated it except for Ryan's friend Cody, <laughs> who he awesome. he would lose on purpose so he could chug the IPA. That's, awesome. That's a great. Yeah. No, dude. Yeah, Saint Adams was like the stuff you could get. Yeah. yeah. When I was in college, Bud Light was still selling their variety packs, which was like a Bud Bud Black. I remember that. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Bud, and then Bud there, Light Platinum. There was like a gold, golden, Ice. well, platinum, but there was like a golden amber Bud Light variety. Yeah. I remember when they tried to make like this. the throwback, I'm the prohibition Budweiser or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was good. Uh, so I was going to ask you guys too. You guys make fantastic, you know, like uh, fruity sour beers all that stuff. But then we're talking about the growing like Pilsner and just clean beer thing. You guys make great Pilsners too. Like some of the best around. Meetable. We did, uh, we did Pilsner Raquel versus your all's, uh, just, I think you just call it Czech Pils. Czech Pils, yeah. And just like money, like right there. Do you all have a lager philosophy, especially like using our water, doing it in Kentucky? Like, you know, what's, what are, what are the pro tips? We've got great water for lager beers. We really do. Um, we are like so lucky that we have we have great water for beer in general um and i think that like while we're trying to replicate say a czech pills or an italian pills yes we could be starting with ro water and trying to match the water of that but also like we're in kentucky yeah you know and like the the kind of the way my personal philosophy on lager beer i don't know about yours rubo but like i'm never gonna make my czech pills taste like urkel does even if I try to match the water, like we are in Kentucky and this is our, you know, rendition of a Czech Pils. We're doing everything in our power to brew it the way that they would brew it there. Um, we don't, our, our equipment's not capable of doing like decoction or anything, uh, but everything we can to replicate those flavors, but there's no, it doesn't need to be, those are cow. Right. It's a terroir of the land and it's our water. And yep. We were just connecting Czech pills on a on a no for sure level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, but well. we could start with our water and try to match that water. Yeah. But our water makes great lager beers, and then the beer would cost twice as much. It would take three times as long to make. It would take a long time. Yeah. that would be the big. You got to use but, what you uh, have available. But and that's then okay. at the end of the day, like it's just as drinkable. It's a little bit lighter. It's a little bit brighter. The hops mm-hmm. shine through a little bit more. It's also way yeah, it's fresher freaking too. fresher. So exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if it was worth it, we would do it, right? Uh, it's 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 so negative. If we were in Florida, we would not be brewing Czech pills with yeah. tap water. Yeah, sure. um, but if our, we can filter our water and make amazing lager beers, if our water is good enough for bourbon, it's definitely yeah. good enough for beers. Yeah. So. Um, and like, I mean, going back, we were talking about water commissioner and hazy IPAs. You know, we'll definitely touch it there. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have not had a bad experience with our water in a lager beer. Um, I mean. We you guys didn't get into that uh, using the Beargrass Creek poop water competition. Did you oh guys remember that God. one a few years ago? I do remember that. Ring. I made a beer. Yeah, you did make one with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that beer smelled like the cleanest urinal you've ever been in. Oh. It was like a, the cleanest porta potty, like fresh urinal cakes. Oh. Have you ever been the first one to use a porta potty? Like when they get dropped That's off? That's what this beer smelled like. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> For the <laughs> listeners, there was a uh, there was a. What would you call it? Like a there was an initiative by initiative. the city to use some of the local water, which they source from Beargrass Creek, which is notoriously kind of where all of the refuse washers. 
to run yeah. it through filters, make it usable, turn it into beer. Yeah. And I had had us off to them for doing that. That yeah. was like really, really cool. It was thing. by no means had bad, us off to you for there, doing it. There were byproducts to it. Yeah. Rick signed me up for that in the middle of the night. <laughs> when I was working at Cops and I got an email. I'm like, oh, you're going to brew this beer with this like poop water. <laughs> and I was like, oh, holy <laughs> poop okay. water. Hey, yeah, I think about Rick it, it's all like, poop water. Rick, you know anything about that? He's like, oh, yeah, sign that up. I, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sign you up for that. So literally like a week later, a truck was pulling up with a tanker full of like, <laughs> there you go, treated water. <laughs> I'm like pumping it into the kettle. I'm like, what am I doing? That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. Yeah, more than merrier. Well, and I like me, I'm like, oh, we're going to make this like clean blonde ale and really showcase how great the water is yeah <laughs> it just shined it was just like just it was like too clean yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we decided to throw granola and yogurt into it yeah, yeah. <laughs> spencer you drank a can out yeah what we drank it now you guys are uh yeah this came out today it's uh, our peanut butter and jelly boy it's a uh, blackberry and uh a roasted peanut uh compound so it's gonna have like oh no i'm good it's okay yeah, he's had plenty of that today uh it's gonna have like it's gonna taste more like uh, like the essence of like roasted crushed peanuts and less like fake peanut butter. Sure. Uh, and this is for sour month as well. Yep. This yeah. one came out today. So mm-hmm. when, when does this thing air? Uh, next Monday. Next a week from Monday. Yeah. So like next week, this this upcoming week would be the brambleberry. Like every Wednesday, basically. So this was this was today. So That's a lot. There's eight total releases. There's eight. Uh, is there eight? Yeah, I counted. There's eight. Heard Don's even. A couple collabs. Um, yeah. Like, we've got our collab with Shipping Port and Noble Funk coming out on Saturday. That's a draft only one. And Scout and Scholar. And Scout one. and Scholar. Uh, we did a really fun beer with Scout and Scholar. We did a uh, a fruited sour beer inspired by a uh, big surprise, uh, inspired by a rum runner cocktail. Uh-huh. Uh, and we put it in rum barrels. So we'll be racking oh, that. Cool. We'll be racking the. It's a blackberry, pineapple, key lime, and banana. I was gonna say what's in a rum runner, but you just kind of nailed it. And then uh, we'll be pulling that out next weekend. So that'll be a, a, like a two pack can at the end of the month. Two pack rum barrel aged sour. Super stoked on that thing. Yeah. Lee's amazing. He had the roof to store the rum barrels, which I don't really have. Uh, so it's like nice to do something that we're not really like, capable of. It's one of the most important elements in a brewery that nobody thinks about space. Oh, yes. I can tell you just from a hunger store. It's like space, man. Even if you think about it, you you need more. So Elon Musk's brewery on Mars with infinite space. You know what's most impressive about this to me is you have a lot of uh, people will do. Yeah, the PB&J boy. Uh, you'll, you'll find a lot of people doing like peanut butter porters, peanut butter stouts, and mm-hmm. they use that powderized peanut butter, mm-hmm. and it feels the mouth feels powdery, mm-hmm. like it, it, just, it feels chalky like, in your mouth. It's a substance called PB2, and they put it in for like smoothies and shit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't like that. Stuff. I use it. I don't like right. it. Right. You use it. It has really good yeah. flavor, but if you try to go super, you can use it. It, it can be in small amounts and it works really well. But right. if you're going for a big banger like this, what you guys use for peanut butter flavor? Uh, this is uh, what you guys call it earlier, secret Spencer stuff. Spencer secret stuff. Spencer secret stuff. Uh, yeah. Amor- so Emory makes a peanut butter. Uh, the only one that they make is like a clear like syrup, yeah. um, which I don't love. But this isn't sweet. They peanuts. have a. This is more like it's like it's dry roasted. roasted yeah, peanuts. it's more um, like the essence. Of they make peanut. another peanut butter compound. They used to make it. They don't make it anymore. But I get them to custom make it for me. Nice. Uh, it's like an eight week lead time or something. <laughs> Uh, but when you open this stuff up, it's like it looks like concentrated peanut butter almost. It's like this super thick, dense like paste. It's oily. Mm-hmm. It's chunky. 
Uh, it's not like a clear syrup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, like the other stuff they make. So. And you found, the thing that I love about this beer, too, is that you have the peanut butter, you get the jelly, but you also get, there's like a just white bread crust kind of flavor. Nice. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean by that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's yeah, like yeah. white bread, but it's just the, the crust. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're one of those people who had your mom put your crust off your sandwiches. Hey, In which really? case, I feel bad for you, son. It Nerds. really reminds me of like that, uh, the Smuckers, like the Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In the yeah. package. Totally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well done on this one. Too. It's real fun. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's again like this could be like way overdone, right? Like this beer could be cool yeah. and yep. gross. Um, it's just like the essence of roasted peanuts and you know fermented blackberry to where it still resembles beer and is drinkable and it's not. If you marketed it a different way and were like, this is just like a berry gosa, I'd be like, this is delightful. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. it could be like you know because it is it kind of walks that line between sure. novel yep. and. Uh, like traditional and that's the way we try to do these beers yeah. like i'm sure the guy who loves smoothie sours will like this beer yeah um but also you guys are going to drink this beer yep. like yeah. yep. they're approachable and balanced and i think balance is the key to beer in general but especially these overdone beers if yeah. you do these things with like love and balance and nuance they could be like really really beautiful beers that some of my drink favorite yeah. favorite like beers and this is going to sound very alky um but some of my favorite beers <laughs> are the ones that it's you okay, could like dude. Put a shot of tequila in. Hell yeah, brother. And yeah, I, yeah. I would totally You can turn that into a cocktail. A shot of tequila. Because you like the Meriwether peanut butter and jelly tequila shot. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, don't even get me started on that bullshit. Like, uh, you I, like it? No, fuck, dude, it's disgusting. It's fucking amazing. No, no there's no. wrong. What is wrong oh, with you, Keith? So you're just wrong. You're wrong. Have you had no. it? You're wrong. Yes, it's gross. Oh, oh my God. Just buddy. drink bourbon. That's what I should have brought. We get around every... Single. I, I can't think of a time that I've gone there and we have not got a round of those. They're, you I have mean, to. They're great. And well, if I'm giving up my therapy session next week for all of <laughs> you guys to go talk about this to somebody uh, with a professional. Because uh, that shit ain't right. I did bring this straw. Right. This straw for you. you want to oh, yeah, yeah, drink yeah. your beer out of a straw? Uh, it's sour month, so I thought we'd make Ooh. it a little more sour with some sour punch straws. If you guys are members of yes. the Louisville Loggers, Louisville Humber Facebook Club <laughs> Facebook page, <laughs> tell uh, me it's great. Tell me it's, it's amazing. Great. Everyone should do it. You might know that Spencer loves straws. We nobody knows why, but we thought sour beer, sour straws. Well, sour yeah. straws are a goaded candy. <laughs> they really are. They really are. They're, yeah. they're they're great. You guys know me too well. <laughs> too well. <laughs> I mean, he's getting clogged with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to give this a go. You should give it a go. We should, you know what? I'm getting these behind the bar. We're going to serve them with the beers. I now. was going to say, yeah. uh, we did what with the against the grain a few years ago. The oh, 90s the candy big day. Gold, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Nice. You can yeah. buy like 10,000 of those on Amazon for like $40. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing that. I yeah. was going to bring airheads, but uh, this is what CBS had. <laughs> yeah, fair. Better, so. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. So all we're saying is, if you want to come to an atrium sour beer day event during the sour month, uh, you don't need to bring your own sour punch straws necessarily. Maybe the, the Patreon fund this month will go to buying a shit ton of sour straws to drop off at the tavern. We should have got together and done some stupid candy sour beer event for sour month. Dude, there's, there's so time. much time. There's so much yeah. time in the world. Yeah, dude, we should do it. I do, I'll do it. I'll buy a shit ton of candy on Amazon right now. I, <laughs> we'll I, call I, it I, I love candy. Let's go. I'm nerd you know boy? what, actually? Candy nerd is boy, good, nerd but like a uh, throwback 90s candy is the best candy. Gobsopper boy. Gobsoppers, fucking fruit by the foot. Um, Lemonhead. Gushers. Sour Wait, Patch. Gushers? Sour Patch boy. Oh, I, said, I said Gobsoppers. The watermelon yeah. ones. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Nerds. Beer's fun, man. Yeah, it's, stupid, it's stupid. You can yeah. do stupid things. You can. And make dope pills. You, you, you often it, will. Right? The people that ate that kind of candy in the 90s yeah. are the ones making the beer. Yeah. He is very wise. He is yeah. wisdom. Right. I'm telling you, and he's drinking his Coors Banquet beer out of a straw. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be How's that going down? Tapped later? Barely. Barely? <laughs> Coors <laughs> Banquet through a Sour Patch straw and untapped. Hey, it was good, but I don't really like Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> don't one star. two stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two I had a, I had a um, an untapped check in I saw earlier of, of a New England IPA of ours. Said uh, it's a little hot forward for a New England IPA. Mm. It's like, oh, dude, there's too much IPA in your IPA. Is untapped over or is it? only just begun or is no, it no it's not over dude i don't i don't use it no we don't it's not it's over yeah. for us oh it's not over for the, the people, people who are using it the, the beer journal the people we're talking about earlier right. their introduction to craft beer is atrium's peanut butter and jelly sour and lemon parfait thing like that's their introduction to craft beer and then you know they get into it and they turn their their craft beer consumption into a hobby yeah um, and then they're an expert yeah. <laughs> now they're an expert <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> Uh, Ryan Berg back at Fall City told me earlier today that they had a <laughs> they had a uh, a review that was posted on Instagram by a, an Instagram beer review person, and yeah. they gave their Instagram beer review person, yeah, you know, and they yeah. gave their their rundown of of the beer, and then they listed the ABV, the IBUs, and then the untapped rating as part of the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, to you. <laughs> No, that's gross. I want to, I want them to know what the world thinks, and then now I'm. I think it's so much better than what the world thinks. Well, you know what's really fun? We should do it right now. If you go on Untapped and you go to top-rated breweries in the U.S. Burning Pit. So I, <laughs> so I haven't looked in a while. It's been a while. But the last time I looked at top-rated breweries in the U.S., uh, it was like out of ten of them, three of them were seltzeries. Yeah, it I was like a, a smooth, which is like a smoothie seltzer. Um, and then like a couple other ones, but if you look at top ten in the U.S., I guarantee you're going to see multiple meteries yep. and may maybe a seltzer or two. You're not going to see a ton of beer in that top like five to ten. Okay, so I did just pull it up real quick. Uh, some of these seem kind of sus. Um, number one, Willow Park Brewing. It's a nano brewery out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. We all know that Untapped is a little bit pay to play too. No, it's not. It's not for, for average rating. You can definitely pay them to get some. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Bethlehem is a nano brewery. It has a total of one thousand seventy. Gamified. We're going through the right. list. I'm sorry, okay. David. I, I'm the host. I'm yeah. the host. I, I was wrong. <laughs> sorry. Um, so they, they only have a thousand seventy-five ratings. That's really the, not that. And much. then the next one's a metery with forty-seven thousand ratings. Yeah. What metery is that? Pips. Yeah, it's Pips. pips. Mm -hmm. Uh, another one I've never heard of, but I do like that they're listed as a contract brewery. That's hilarious. Uh, Hampton, New Jersey, Esker Hart Artisan Ales. Oh, that's funny. Again, with 1,034 ratings. So how do you pit that up against 50,000 ratings or 100,000 ratings? Right. Right. Well, that's the thing. If you have 1,000 diehard fans who will all just drink the mead aid and sure. leave you a five-star sure. review, then that... It's gamified, right? Is that any, that is that any different than a Google rating, though? Now, this is a fair point, Michael. This when's the last time you point? saw someone 
rate a beer on on a beer advocate. Like nobody used to. No, it's, it's it's totally dead. But at I least think that was. But like, they've moved they got killed by Untapped. Was an easy to use app for sure. Boom, right but, there. But but beer advocate didn't. They have an app, but it's not. Yeah. It's not user friendly. Yeah. The UI is. If you want to be a beer expert, all you have to have is a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. So just a qual- opinion. And just, yeah. Just to qualify Spencer's statement, out of the top ten breweries listed on Untapped, highest rated. Um, I'm counting right now seven of them that are meteries. Okay. So craft beer is dead. Meat right. is king. Meat is king. We've we've talked about the evolution of man chart before with the little and monkey dude. Two of the gone. two of the nano brewer, or two of the well three technically of the top three breweries out of the top ten breweries that are not mead are nano breweries or contract breweries. What? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think my, my one of my biggest problems with Untapped is. You'll get a lot of people who won't even try the beer themselves. They'll look up the rating and on Untapped and then and mm-hmm. just to see what what everyone else thinks about it. I guess and they'll use it to order their beer. Like, right, exactly. I'm not going to order a beer until I look at every single beer on Untapped and whatever the highest rated one is. That's the one I'm getting. Right, right. So how do we feel about that? I, I think that you go talk to your bartender and you have an yeah, experience I think it's about, yeah. about you know talking. And- if you want to review your beer on a, on your Untapped, that's fine. You. Like I'll I. I used to be big into it. I used to not not so much anymore. But yeah, if you're gonna try, if, you, if I'm gonna walk up to the bar at Atrium and order a beer, I if I don't know what I want, I'm probably gonna ask the bartender or at least go with something. Like if I see that I really want a pilsner and I see that meatballs untapped, untapped, I'm gonna go ahead and be the pilsner. That works well for traveling too. If, when you're yeah. out and you're- or get a flight. Yeah. Mm. No. No. <laughs> Don't do that. I, I'm a. I commit. I, I see. I, I, I see people remember. Oh, Barchers don't like corn flights. I say order. Order your fucking flight. Yeah. Order. Order. Order, order, flight, order flight. four pints of puss. I seem to remember a picture that you posted on the internet of a flight recently. Uh. Well, oh. 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 Order four pints of puss. Hypocrite. <laughs> Who says I didn't? You could have afterwards. Michael Muller, I will not take this <laughs> Um But yeah, no, I mean, you can, you can do both, obviously. But uh, the funny part is like some people use like a specific beer to gauge, like I'm going to order the Pilsner. And if they mess that up, Mm-hmm. Then I'm I'm maybe having one more beer and I'm out of here, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or I'm going to try this IPA, or I'm going to try eight beers in a flight. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But use it use it as a tool to your will. And there's so many like there's so many amazing breweries that I love and respect that are known for you know like one or two things, like having across the board good beers. Like yeah, and not good beers, but like great beers across the board. Like it's some there's something to be said to that. Agree. You know? Yeah. That's um, the brewery that you want to go back to again because you're like, man, I wish you could have tried more of their and shit. And that's the brewery that you're gonna take all your friends to. Because yeah. your person yeah. who's in the sour is gonna get whatever they want. You're gonna get your pilly beers, you're gonna get your pillies and grandma's gonna have a heffy because she had it once in Germany and she loved it. Yeah. And you know, and it's and it's all gonna be good. And it's not like you can ruin a consumer really quick with a bad beer. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know? Easily. Like, and oh, as we move into a world... I don't world, like beer. It's bad. You just have a bad beer. There's, unfortunately, so much bad beer in the world. Yeah. As we move more into a world that's either going to go, like, more metaverse or going to go more, mm-hmm. like, back to old school people, like, talking at a bar and being like, try this and tell me what you think. Like, the proof of the pudding is in the eating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's another one of those things, kind of like you guys do, where it's, like, the middle ground. It's like, you want to have a good online presence and like, you know, Don, shout out, 
does such a great job with your all's media and like your all's brand identity. Like people can tell who you guys are. You taste with your Instagram first. For sure. Uh, for sure. My phone, my phone needs first. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Interesting yeah. fact about Don that I have to bring up. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew. He is like world class on a pogo stick. Oh really? Oh yeah. He actually yeah, yeah. qualified really? for the Olympics. I think he was like an alternate on the Olympic pogo stick. I cannot wait to yes. just bring this up endlessly. And he's always trying to like film me, <laughs> yeah, snowboard, dude. skateboard, whatever. But like, get, on dude, the pogo stick, get that pogo stick action going. Yeah, That's the art yeah. ID could be That's sick. Good. Okay, so if you're gonna an make, animal if you're gonna make a bouncy boy, what would that <laughs> be? <laughs> so clearly it'd be like kangaroo, yeah, kangaroo yeah. based, a lot of uh, Australian hops. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> like a dry house sour, or like I don't know, like what's a fruit that you can like drop on the ground and it bounces? I don't know. Like yeah. a, but isn't there a thing in Willy Wonka yeah, where what? it's like basketball? a an everlasting gobstopper? Is oh, there, are those bouncy? No, they're not bouncy. Mm. Yeah, basketball. Basketball. Let's, let's put basketball. Basketball. Okay, so we would make a sour beer and we would put basketballs in it. <laughs> that would be bouncy. <laughs> Just a little rubber. That's like also a good beer name. Oh. <laughs> little rubber. Little yeah, rubber. Good. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for that. Also, I would appreciate if the beer could bounce off the ground and back into my hand. <laughs> oh. Else, we had, we had uh, the silicone for something. a little while. Those like silicon yeah. bouncy glasses. Yeah. 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 A lot of people got cancer. You just overcarved the shit out of it. <laughs> Put some flubber in it. How many bounces does How many bounces does it take to get to the center of an atrium beer? Uh, this whole campaign. Uh, we're giving this Let's away. Let's go. We're giving Let's this go. away. <laughs> uh, what What is this large, magnificent bottle? Is this show and tell? Eh, well, no, uh, I'm just popping beers for you guys. This yeah. is uh, this. So this comes out with our bottle release this month. I have to look at my phone to see what day that bottle release is. Um, oh. so this is, we're releasing two. So do you remember when we did the sparkling acid math? No, but, uh, our listeners don't either. So. Oh, okay. So we did, it's a lot better if you shake it up more. David. We did, um, Ooh. this is a, this is a Berliner Weiss. Um, this is our mango acid math. Uh, this work there, this fermented beer is taken before carbonation, um, and bottled with a little bit of priming sugar and some bread. Okay. Um, so well, this, which bread? Uh, all of the Bretts. I think this has uh, Lambicus. Uh, this is like Brett C, Lambicus, and Brooks, uh, all, which all the Brett came from Burgess Humber. Um, <laughs> so we do every now and then when the beer fits and it's right, um, I'll pull off some finished fruited sour beer before we carbonate it. And before we add, like, like we're doing a peach one this month that is the base from Peach Pie Boy, but it doesn't oh, have yeah. cinnamon and vanilla and everything. It's just like peach sour. Uh, so we'll pull that off. Throw some Brett in there, a little bit of priming sugar. And uh, like this beer comes out along with the peach bottle later this month. I'm looking at my phone to see what day it is. Um, but it's only going to get better. Like uh, we'll have about 150 bottles of each. And you can drink it now. And it's sparkling, bottle condition, and amazing. But this beer will be, if you like Brett, it'll be really, really nice in a year. It'll be like a lot more funky. And this um, is a Berliner Weiss base with no lactose, no... Correct, yeah. Nothing. For correct. the non-nerdy, like, beer listeners out there, but the, what the bottle condition thing with Brett, Brett, Brett is Brettanomyces, so you'll hear that said a lot, but it's really just a bacteria that kind of goes in there and creates, you know, yeast goes in and eats, makes sugar into alcohol and carbon dioxide. Brett is a bacteria, so it does the same job, but it turns it into, like, these really... It, I don't know what you'd even call it. It's like, I think it depends on the strain of bread, but exactly. funky is probably the best way to say it. Dry, funky, I mean, complex. I mean, you can have, there's some bread strains that I don't like. Yeah, same here. Uh, well, used in the wrong context. You for know? sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, 
Brett can also be like, if you're not familiar with what Britannomyces is, like it, it, 90% of the time is something that you do not want there. Right. Um, it's an infection. Uh, it's going to, Brett will dry your beer out to bone dry. Uh, it's going to eat complex long chain sugars that Saccharomyces yeast. will not consume. Yeah. Yeast will not consume. Uh, this beer comes out on the 21st. So next oh, yeah. Saturday, uh, along with the P20. And then uh, we've, I've got a blueberry and one. So, and some and of my favorite Brett beers are like, <laughs> don't drink it. Oh, yeah. Very, 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 it's really yeah, nice yeah. if you drink it from a Sour Punch straw. Yeah, very, very good from a Sour Punch straw. The Punch straw brings the Brett out nicely. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. It does It does like fully carbonate into foam before it hits my mouth. Yeah. This is how auto brewery syndrome got started, by the way. Yeah. You're like the, you're like the uh, zero patient for the new strain of uh, gut colonizing Brettanomyces. Well, I am simply adding more priming sugar. So. Yeah. <laughs> but to the listeners, if you've never had a uh, just kind of a base beer and then tried a bottle-conditioned version of it, which is aged with a little bit of bread, uh, just this one, for example, it just brings out those tropical fruit flavors, but it's not sweet. It's dry, mm-hmm. but it still tastes like sweet pineapple somehow. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a strange experience on your palate. And it's going to... Uh, you know, the goal is to have that like champagne, like exactly. It's effervescent, it's bubbly, it's yeah, it's light. Um, like the carbonation is like so much sharper and just it hits your palate different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I honestly, this is great. Um, I could, I think next time I do this beer or one of these bottles, I'll probably up the carb a little bit more. I want this thing, you know, I want foam to come out of the bottle, man. I like yeah, it. It's so much the, the reason we do these beers is because we can carbonate the shit out of them and it'll hold in there. So, well, especially like, if you're branding it like a bottle conditioned thing, like sometimes yeah. that's money. If you pop a beer and it just sits oh, there yeah. and just has that little slow mm-hmm. thing of foam coming out of the it. top, oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're like, it. okay, this yeah. thing is funky. And this like, is the second one of these you all have done. This is, yeah, well, yeah. this. This will be the second and third one that we've released right uh on the 21st i have we've, we're sitting on bottles of different ones because we're re- it's re-fermenting in the bottle right and what's happening is the brett is eating these long chain sugars that the beer yeast can't eat and we don't know how long it's going to take for those to happen because it's a very it's a really slow process the beer is completely fermented out there's nothing left there for the brett except for complex long chain residual sugars that it just takes them a while so we throw them in bottles and uh, a month later, we start cracking one every week or two. And uh, when it's uh, effervescent, then we say, okay, we're ready to, to release this. And that's the best example of beer being a living thing. Because, like, you can have one of these. You can try it in three more weeks. Tastes totally different. Three more weeks. You're like, shit, all the flavor went away. Three yep. more weeks. Whoa, okay, it's yep. ready. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty wild. And that's what's great. Like, you know, if you guys are going to come out and buy bottles, I suggest you get a couple and drink one. And forget about one. Uh, I'm not usually an advocate for aging beers. I was about to say, we, we talk yeah. frequently about how, like, even beers that are aged, like bourbon barrel or sour, it's like when it gets out, that's when the brewer says it's good. The brewer doesn't taste yeah. it and be like, this tastes like shit, but probably in a month it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, don't drink this now. So, like, you, yeah. you buy one and then you forget about one. You're just like, hmm, still have that laying around. Like, this is something that I would put in my cellar. This I wouldn't science. add any more bourbon barrel aged stouts to my closet at home. And those are the best ones to age. Those things with yeah. Brett in the bottle. Mm-hmm. It just it's you become a con that's another way to turn your uh drinking into a hobby. hobby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. To become a connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Have some Brett shit laying yeah. around. If you want to be an untapped expert, cooler than all your combined friends. atrium bottle conditioned beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But even then, like, without all the sciencey pieces, if you just serve this to someone, I genuinely think, like, 
they'd be like, oh, that's good. Like, it's not sweet. No, yeah. It's, it's not it's overly dry, sour. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it has an acid profile, but you're not, like, it's not a puckering. No, Some people, for example, experience. will drink, like, the, I'll just go to the, the bigger one and say, like, people will drink candy on and be like, ugh. Like, if that's your approach into something like that, it can get balsamic-y. It can get, yeah. like, just overly sorbic or acidic. whatever. Yeah, acidic, yeah. 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 Get that vinegar. Uh, this is, which is great. This is a great balance. Yeah, glad you like yeah. it. Balance is the key. It's yep. the key to it all. Uh, there's plenty of people who would wish this would be more sour. But that's fine. We got other ones that are more sour. Yep. Uh, yeah. I like the mild, like, just acid. Or drink it through a surf head straw. <laughs> problem <laughs> solved. Right? Uh, modern problems require modern <laughs> solutions. This is true. Yeah. Michael Moore, what yeah. do you think of this beer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'm very excited, personally excited about this beer. Good with pizza. Good. Great with pizza. <laughs> Uh, the one other good thing about sour beers with bread is that it, uh, it'll settle your tummy a little bit. I, will. Well, I often get the opposite effect from that, but uh, well, still appreciate. That's why you're the, in therapy. Yeah, the gluts more. You can always have a nice underberg afterwards. Precisely. Who's going to be the first person in Louisville who makes like an under a Louisville underberg, a Louisville aperitif? Um, Triple boiled down oak shit. Yeah, W yeah. Distillery has got boatloads of money. Yeah. Or us. Or, or us. Right after this podcast. Yes. Yeah, of money. Well, we have some Enough money. to make a little... little, little <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but our Patreon is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> We're buying a stool a week. Yeah. Let's get, uh, we have to get David a stool first. Yeah. Yeah, let's get a, let's get a campaign going for that. Let's do it. Do you want to show and tell? Uh, sure. I think this is the right time for a little show and tell. Every time we have guests on, we ask them to bring something they love and also something they love that is not beer. So, Spencer Guy, what have you brought for us? Um, you want beer or not beer? Uh, your choice. Your yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. This is your show and tell. This is your story. Okay. Well, I brought um, like bring something you love that's beer and something that's well, not Mark beer. Like, brought you. I so. love beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love beer and. It's both. In honor of loving beer and loving homebrew and just coming up from just being some dumbass kid to um, getting to make beers with Mark every day, I brought uh, the oldest homebrew, the only homebrew that I have left in my collection. Fuck Ooh. yeah. Okay. Um, Fuck yeah. It's probably not good anymore. I think we discovered earlier it was made in 2017, 2018. Um, it was a, a scotch ale that we put into a Corsair 15-gallon rye barrel at home. Uh, back in the day, and then actually ended up bottle conditioning it because I wasn't even kegging it when I made this thing. Um, probably rough, but it's just in the spirit of like homebrew and beer, and I just love you know you yeah. guys and everything. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I brought. Uh, Seven-year-old, eight-year-old homebrew tastings are. Uh, it's probably cool. it's, yeah, it's yeah. probably pretty rough, but uh, I thought it was an appropriate time. So, uh, bad and boozy. Nice little wax finish. Go. Little, you know, just getting way too into it at home. Had to wax your bottles. I think the wax is probably keeping it safe. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it's not going to hurt. I would be surprised if it doesn't gush. Honestly. About to find out. Sounds pretty good so far. No gush. Oh. Hmm. I, well, I'm gushing a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My scotch. All right. Ale. So, what makes a great Scottish ale? Honestly, this is probably the last Scottish ale over. I don't even. I don't do not even know. But while you guys are tasting this, uh, I'll get my other show and tell together here. Scottish ales were a thing for a hot yeah, minute. I remember. Um, oh, who used to do the really? There was a popular one that was around. 
Well, let's start well, separating Robert it. Robert DeBruce. Robert yeah. DeBruce. Yeah. Founders. Founders. Uh, <laughs> Not Robert DeBruce. Somebody is three helped. Floyd. I can't remember the name Who? of Founders. Three Floyds. They one, too. Or, uh, Robert DeBruce is three Founders. Floyds. And then there was Old Chubb. Who was oh, Backwoods Bastard. Backwoods Bastard. Backwoods Bastard. Old Chubb is Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues, yeah. So those are like the Scottish Elves that pop up in my memory. You don't you see them these days. But it, like, it really, like... In, in like English barley wine. I was gonna say, like, it smells like an aged barley wine. Golden Promise. It's so much caramel. It's so much caramel. Three hundred years of violence in history. I can't believe it held up so well. Honestly, I, it's it's not the worst. I thought it was gonna be pretty rough, man. I would drink this before going into battle with William Wallace. Fuck yeah, Absolutely. baby. <laughs> William Wallace needed all the help he could get. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Robert the Bruce is no help. No, if you believe no. the Braveheart movie, I don't, I don't, I don't know that how accurately that well, was. Like Mel, Mel Gibson's always been historically accurate. Totally, the Jesus I, movie, the was Jesus perfect. movie, it was pretty good. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the Apocalypto movie though? Did not. No. It actually, I'm sure it was not historically accurate, but it was, it was kind of a good movie. All right, so uh, Spencer's next show and tell is clearly going to involve tall four glasses with ice. I'm going to use this opportunity to. Visit the laboratory. <laughs> David, do you feel confident to uh, make conversation for three seconds? Uh, no, I've never been a host before. Talk I don't know Pokemon. how this works. I don't want to talk about Pokemon. But Let's I wa- go. I want to talk about this ice. Ice baby. So, I had to do it up so for I, y'all. Ice me, daddy. I'm icing you down. I brought... Uh, this is literally called The Shit. The Shit. Can you spell sh- that? S-C-H-I-T. The shit it. Uh, so I love cocktails and I love uh, rum cocktails. No, Rubo loves and oh, Rubo. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let the man tell a story. Sorry. And Rubo is the Sorry, king. R- Rubo is the king of boat <laughs> drinks and tiki drinks and fruity cocktails. Um, I so I had to bring the shit, the Schnitzelberg iced tea from Merriweather. And uh, this was Rubo's surprise. I had to beg Rubo to come in, come here with me today. The Merriweather. I said, I got a surprise for you. The Merriweather. But this Merriweather. is, uh, yeah. Great bar. Great bar. Jim James Amazing is there bar. on Saturday. Oh, yeah? With my morning jacket. Who's that? Oh, well, it's a band Ooh. from the wall. Okay, all right. There we go. You're boring as shit. Buddy. He's a brewer, not a pourer, okay? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. What do you think this is? Actually, we don't pay you to be here, so. <laughs> we only pay Michael Moeller. So what? Co- you pay me? <laughs> Cocktail from uh, one of uh, our favorite bars in town, Merriweather. Um, you, you never got to Rubo liking. So <laughs> Rubo, if Rubo goes somewhere, if they have something blue, he's gonna order it. Right? Am I? Am I? You're correct, sir. That's right. So yeah, here's the shit. Uh, JC sent me a text message with what's in this thing. Cheers, boys. You said it was based on a. Uh, so this is a Schnitzelberg iced tea. So I guess he it's kind of like Long Island iced tea, but it's just rum and yeah, rum dude. and rum and rum. Uh, let's see. What's he put in here? I love all businesses that just lean into the like neighborhood aspects now, too. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, so great. You don't want to be. Let me think of a great example. You don't want to be Brewdog. You don't want to be trying no. to like take over the world and be like, no. mm-hmm. that's what Brewdog says in their business, in their board meetings. I've heard. Uh, so this is Jamaican and overproof rum, coconut rum, house pineapple shrub, cinnamon, grapefruit, house almond or gate, and lime. What uh, I love about uh, JC and Emily too, the the Merriweather uh, 
They are reserves. Yeah, well, they're as much as we get like nerd out about beer and shit. Like they know all the little nuances of different like. I think he's kind of a rum dude. Whenever I'm it's hanging rum. out with him, he uh, likes rum, to rum. taste rum, talk yeah. about rum. Yep. And uh, every time I go, I'm like, "What's what's in the tiki on tap today, man?" Yeah. Rum, first rum, Jamaica rum, coconut rum. Like, well, I know, <laughs> I know that it's like five rums, dark <laughs> rum, white rum. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, a, like a skip the rum step. Like, yeah, yeah. like I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 rum. So this is freaking great. Yeah, I, lo- I love delicious. the Long Island iced tea Amazing. vibe, but like brought back into Schnitzelberg. Mm-hmm. I like the ice cubes, and something with ice is also just delightful. I like how strongly the tea comes through as well because you get that little, it's like overly steeped, like Russian style tea. Oh, yeah. Reminds me of Russian tea a little bit. Orangey. I'm sure when you order this over there, it's got a big old sprig of mint in it. Yeah, yeah, some, you know, fanciness. Actually, I didn't want to be a pain. I I almost asked them for straws. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are in luck. Sour Patch Kids straws. Strawberry sour patch. Yeah, that's delightful, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, so show and tell. <laughs> Here you go, boys. Yeah. Let's go. Something um, you love. Shout out to JC and Merriweather. They kill it. He's uh, always such a pleasure to be around and to talk to about cocktails. And um, that's not you guys and, like do too. You guys do so many good collabs, like with neighborhood businesses. Mm-hmm. Like we've done homebrew competitions with you guys, mm-hmm. um, and just being good stewards of the neighborhood. Like, sure. you know, you guys are up on Logan. So I've lived in this neighborhood for. Uh, we lived in the German town, Schnitzelberg, Shelby Park, neighborhoods of Louisville. And 10 years ago, you know, it's kind of, it's still, it's still kind of run down. It's still sure. kind of like oh, a yeah. transitional neighborhood or whatever. Um, but man, my favorite thing about our little community and like everything going on, to, which to me is a microcosm of why Louisville is great, is because there are these like small businesses that are just, mm-hmm. again, not going like global, mm-hmm. not trying to be the new whatever, mm-hmm. but getting those like, you know, 300 raving fans in your neighborhood, catering yep. to the people who like your products, being welcoming to everybody else, focusing yep. on just everybody who comes in, has a good time, and bringing, wants to come back. Yeah, bringing in other people exactly. from outside. Becomes a, it's a, what, is, what, is, what was Jesus' things? Jesus did a lot of things. Jesus had like those, like, the disciples. This can't be wrong. You bring the disciples in. To try your peanut butter and jelly tequila shots. Yes. And then their roster is written. Were they in the Mel Gibson movie? Say again? Were they in the Mel Gibson movie? Yes. Yeah, sure. Historically accurate. Stamped. Yeah, historically accurate. I can't believe how good that scotch was. No, dude, it actually holds up. Yeah, before the shit got poured, I was still drinking that. Well, I swear, wax actually does help prevent oxidation. Oh, for sure. 1,000%. For sure. But there's there's nothing wrong with this. Yeah, yeah. Look, dude, you got a little bit of lacing going. Come on. Jeez. Come on. Hey, well, we, did a, state fair. we did a six or seven year old, a, few, <laughs> a little, it was a couple of years ago that we did those. And one of the ones that helped the best that I did was a Scottish Hill. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, like even that, like that micro oxidation works with multi beers, right? Exactly. You yeah, can make it flourish right at that bouquet, it. like Tons a barley wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To that just, like yeah, exactly. sherry wine character kind of starts to come out. Precisely. Yeah. Um, it's actually a fun little sidecar with the, uh, yeah, I'm not mad at you. Crazy bastards. We're getting some coogies going on that's, here. Oh. I'm not this going is, that uh, This is a five-year-old crazy. cocktail, actually. An <laughs> 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 average so, age so, of three years. Cellar cocktail. Yeah, so, yeah dude. Now, now you don't advocate for selling beers, but would you sell, sell her the shit? I would sell her the <laughs> shit out of the shit. Muller, you normally never cuss. Yeah. What's getting none into you, not into you tonight, Muller? The shit. The shit. <laughs> it's really, really putting some hairs on my chest. 
So that if you guys do visit Louisville, uh, or if you're Louisvillians and you have not been to Atrium, go there now. Come hang out in our neighborhood, uh, drink a beer at Atrium, and then like eat a pizza at the post, and then come back for a nightcap at Atrium, which is like basically the perfect night. Yeah, let's go. Or yeah. square cut. Or square cut, dude. Yeah. yeah. Or just stay at Atrium and do the Derek's burger. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do the Derek's burger, Oklahoma style. And then no, do a bang bang. Eat a burger at Derek's, then go behind to square cut. And ball out on uh, pork tarine spread. Oh, dude. dude. You, he's got meat spreads. You just spread meat on everything in there. It's <laughs> so good. And then go to Merriweather. You can get money for, for spreading your meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Can you elaborate on it, Jared? I, I just, it's something I was curious. I'll Google it. Did you ever tell these guys about the first time uh, we met each other when you called me? I, 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 you well, I, I called you for a good time. Was, uh, yeah. Did you spread his meat? Sure. I don't think so. That took that took a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some yeah, some 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 he's and some haws. Yeah. Do uh-huh. you care to enlighten us? Because it seems memorable. Okay, okay. What's <laughs> really fucking ironic about this whole thing is we've been talking about how much Untapped sucks, but also is great for beer and whatever you want to say about Untapped. It's fine. The way I met David Sally was through Untapped, kind of. Yes. Uh, and Instagram, like when David was just like Kentucky Beer Network, like dude in the corner, Kentucky Beer Network, like who is this guy? We had been like chatting, more like who is this guy? Is this, yeah. That's how I said it. And we had been chatting about this shit, and like it was no, like, okay, we live next to each other. Let's link up for a beer. Here's for some reason my phone was broken, and I was like, here's my number, and I had given him my my wife's number. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this story is sounding. And I'm like, give strange. me a give me a shout, man, give me a ring, like let's link up for a beer. Oh, We've been like messaging each other like nerds on the internet, and so he calls my wife's phone. Never met this dude before. Oh, and his <laughs> name pops up on the caller ID like like he was saved in her contacts. <laughs> Her phone's ringing, it's like David Satterly. And oh like, my Who the God. fuck is David Satterly, dude? dude like, this guy sounds like a cuck. And I don't know. I can't even remember why he had. I gave him my wife's number. But, and then, like, we still never got to the bottom of this. Like, we definitely grew up going to skate park around each other and yeah. stuff, but we still never got to the bottom of why his name came up in my wife's phone when he called her Yeah, the first time. That was weird. Do you remember? Right? Well, I felt bad. I was like... Yo, Dave was like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I was like, no, I have no clue. And you're like, well, this guy's us. <laughs> like, you know, Kalen, you know this fucking guy? Yeah. At least now it's a maybe. It says, maybe yeah. David Satterley. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, are we into the wedding? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did come to the wedding. The rest yeah, is history, the rest as, as they say. And then, God damn, I forgot about you forget that. About it? Yeah. Dude, it's, it's a... It's that was amazing. really weird, because, yeah, how the... It was uncomfortable, like, I, like, because, like, I said something to David about it, and it clearly made him so uncomfortable. He's like, dude, I don't know, I never, I don't know, I probably... <laughs> I, I, to be fair, <laughs> when people call me, their name pops up. A lot of the times, but this, this was, was five like years ago. This was, yeah, this was before yeah. like we yeah. got that. So fair, that fair, it was fair. just this was before was, the yeah, internet. Dave's a creep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> solved, 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 solved. Yeah. yeah what, the funny part is like at that time my phone was under my parents' name. Like, there's nothing that would have I uniquely identified myself. She so, probably was just a Kentucky Beer Network fan. It's, I, in, it's I, honest, I, it's innocent. I think so. She was a fan. I, yeah. she, she never, she never told me. Never did. Bottom of it. Or David <laughs> did. Yeah. So.
So I'll it's... never know. Your name's still <laughs> to this day. <laughs> My name? Yeah. yeah. She actually never saved your number. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. My phone just says Spencer, maybe, but I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So Spencer, last time I saw you was at my birthday party at, at, Shop, at Shop Bar. Mm. And you were. I already know what you're getting. You were riding uh, Ryan Berg's skateboard in the street. Oh, and yeah. put, in my Crocs. In your Crocs, and you put them into sport mode, and you automatically did a hard, hard flip. Fuck yeah. So no problem. First how time. does it feel to be a skate god? Skate god? When are you calling up Magic Houston? Mm. Did you land a hard flip? First try. In the Crocs, bro. In the Crocs. In the Crocs, dude. After a couple drinks, too. In sport mode. In sport mode. That's No, I totally wasn't drinking when I was skateboarding on Baird Avenue in my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> no alcohol involved in that. Was it a between-the-legs hard flip or a, k- a kick backwards? Dude, do you want me to show you a hard flip? No, I'll show no, you how Steve's no, hard flip I'm just curious. Is, I'm just curious. <laughs> I got a skateboard in my car right now. A couple ways I'll do it in the flippy floppies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Michael Muller, you have a skateboard in your car? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm a skate god. <laughs> Little known fact. Little when, when I'm not hiking the mountains of Arkansas, which you will be in about four more hours. Yeah, because I'm going to take a flight. I'm so dedicated. I flew from my my trip in the the Arkansas Ozarks to come do this podcast because I love you guys so much. And now I'm flying back on my private jet back oh, yeah. to back to Arkansas. That's life. That and is living life. And if yeah. you're wondering where that private jet money came from, it's Louisville the, Ale Trail. Louisville Ale Trail. Slash Patreon.com. And uh, yeah. subscribe. Uh, special thanks to Atrium Brewing. Yeah, thank you guys for coming to hang yeah. out with us. Generous yeah. donation. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. The private jet. Uh, the private jet. Yeah. Everyone oh, is, no problem. Uh, we, 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 we're just kind of like that, man. We're yes, we're everyone has always yeah. said, if you want to make money, get into local craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I sure <laughs> am glad. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys very much for hanging out with us. Yeah, Mark, Spencer, obviously, like, love you guys as people. My favorite uh, podcasts are the ones where you decide you're the host. Well, somebody's (laughs) got to keep this thing on the rails. Somebody's got to keep this thing on the rails. Because Michael Molesher is it? No, Michael Molesher. When I listen to your host podcast, I can just hear the like tension between you two. I can hear it. You got to keep things moving, baby. John and John's like, oh, it's. You can tell it's there. It's they great. were like, Muller. It's amazing. And yeah. they were like, and then I was like, and then I was like, whoa. <laughs> we, we do like each other. I, I, think, I think. I believe you. It's 50-50 uh, on, give, on the given day. Yeah. Would you like to uh, end the podcast? Oh, are you offering mm. me to host in the podcast? All right. Uh, three shakes of the glass means that the <laughs> podcast is over. That's right. I'll give it a ring. Uh, we'll go around the table real quick. Spencer, do you have any uh, shout outs to make here? Yeah, come to Atrium, drink sour beers, drink clean Pilsner beers, go support Louisville Ale Trail, buy a pass, go around, go to Falls City uh, and see Michael Moeller sometime. <laughs> uh, you know, just drink, drink drink, local craft beer and uh, educate yourself and um, and just don't drink any bad beer. Yeah. Eat sour pump straws. Michael, do, you, yeah. do you have any call-outs? Fun. Uh, you know, just, just support local. Yeah, dude. Support Arkansas. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. Especially the Arkansas pizza. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah you know, a you know, nice a, Arkansas slice. A nice Arkansas slice. <laughs> nothing like it. Yeah, nothing <laughs> like it. I mean, Bill Clinton and a saxophone and a nice pizza. I yeah. might pick me up some Arkansas style on the way home. Yeah, man. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Mark, you got anything to uh, shout out? Uh, hmm. I guess I'll say hey to the wife. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Shout okay. out to Jennifer too. Who is? Okay. If we talk about like Louisville being cool. 
Uh, your wife has a lot to do with that, She's... with the independent business alliance yeah. and like just little she works hard. keeping little weird. She yeah, does. yeah. So uh, my kid Kate and uh, my dog Biscuit. What's up, ah! Biscuit? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Uh, John, you've said enough, so... I'll, I'll, I'll shout out uh, David Satterley doing a great job as the host. <laughs> you guys are cute. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, Michael Moeller for being here tonight. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Hi, Michael Moeller. Yeah, anything for you guys. Anything for you guys. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Incredibly important. No one has hustled as hard as I have. No. No, no one could ever disagree with that. Uh, but cheers, guys. Thanks for hanging on for another episode. And we'll see you next week.